Chapter seventy four of the Story Book of Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Story Book of Science by Jean Henri Favre. Translated by Florence Bicknell. Waves, salt, seaweeds where do waves come from asked jules the sea is very terrible they say when it is angry yes my dear jules very terrible i shall never forget those great moving ridges capped with foam that toss a heavy ship like a nutshell carry it one moment on their monstrous backs then let it plunge into the liquid valley that intervenes. Oh, how small and weak one feels on those four planks, mounting and plunging at the will of the waves. If the nutshell springs a leak under the furious blows of the billows, may the good God have pity on us. The shattered boat would disappear in fathomless depths, in the chasm you told us about claire asked in those chasms from which no one returns the shattered boat would be swallowed up in the sea and nothing of you would be left but a remembrance if there were people left on the earth who loved you so the sea ought always to be calm said jules it would be a pity my child if the sea were always at rest this calm would be incompatible with the salubrity of the seas, which must be violently stirred up to keep them free from taint, and to dissolve the air necessary to their animal and vegetable population. For the ocean of waters, as for the atmosphere or ocean of air, there is need of a salutary agitation of tempests that churn up, renew, and vivify the waters. The wind disturbs the surface of the ocean. If it comes in gusts, it creates waves that leap with foaming crests and break against one another. If it is strong and continuous, it chases the waters in long swells, in waves or surges that advance from the open in parallel lines succeed one another with a majestic uniformity and one after another rush booming on to the shore these movements however tumultuous they may be affect only the surface of the sea thirty meters down the water is calm even in the most violent storms in our seas the height of the biggest waves is not more than two or three meters but in some parts of the south sea the waves in exceptional weather rise to ten or twelve meters they are veritable chains of moving hills with broad and deep valleys between whipped by the wind their summits throw up clouds of foam and roll up in formidable volume with a force sufficient to shatter the largest vessels under their weight 
the power of the waves borders on the prodigious there where the shore rising vertically from the water presents itself fully to the assault of the sea the shock is so violent that the earth trembles under one's feet the most solid dikes are demolished and swept away enormous blocks are torn off dragged along the ground sometimes thrown over jetties where they roll like mere pebbles it is to the continual action of waves that cliffs are due that is to say the vertical escarpments serving in some places as shore for the sea such escarpments are on the coasts of the english channel both in france and in england unceasingly the ocean undermines them causes pieces to fall down which it triturates into pebbles and makes its way so much farther inland history has preserved the memory of towers dwellings even villages that have had to be abandoned little by little on account of similar landslides and that to-day have entirely disappeared beneath the waves stirred up like that the waters of the sea are not likely to become putrid remarked jules the movement of the waves alone would not suffice to ensure the incorruptibility of sea-water another cause of salubrity comes in here the water of the sea holds in solution numerous substances that give it an extremely disagreeable taste but prevent its corruption then you cannot drink sea-water emil asked no not even if you were pressed with the greatest thirst and what taste has sea-water a taste at once bitter and salt offensive to the palate and causing nausea that taste comes from the dissolved substances the most abundant is ordinary salt the salt we use for seasoning our food salt however objected jews has no disagreeable taste although one cannot drink a glass of salt water doubtless but in the waters of the sea it is accompanied by many other dissolved substances whose taste is very disagreeable the degree of salt varies in different seas a litre of water in the mediterranean contains forty-four grams of saline substances a litre of water in the atlantic ocean contains only thirty-two an attempt has been made to estimate approximately the total quantity of salt contained in the ocean where the ocean dried up and all its saline ingredients left at the bottom they would suffice to cover the whole surface of the earth with a uniform layer ten meters thick oh what a lot of salt cried emile we should never see the end of it however much we salted our food then salt is obtained from the sea certainly a low level stretch of seashore is selected basins are dug 
shallow but of considerable extent these are called salt marshes then the sea water is admitted to these basins when they are full the communication with the sea is closed the work on salt marshes is done in the summer the heat of the sun causes the water to evaporate little by little and the salt remains in a crystalline crust that is removed with rakes the accumulated salt is piled up in a big heap to let it drain if we should put a plate of salt water in the sun would that be doing in a small way what is done in the salt marshes asked jules exactly the water would disappear evaporated by the sun and the salt would remain in the plate there are lots of fishes in the sea i know said claire small large and monstrous the sardine cod anchovy tuna fish and ever so many more come to us from the sea there are also mollusks as you call them also animals that cover themselves with a shell then enormous crabs with claws bigger than a man's fists and a lot of other creatures that i don't know what do they all live on first they eat one another a good deal the weakest becomes the prey of a stronger one which in its turn finds its master and becomes food for it but it is plain that if the inhabitants of the sea had no other resource than devouring one another sooner or later nourishment would fail them and they would perish therefore in this matter of nutrition things are ordered in the sea much as they are on land plants furnish alimentary matter certain species feed on the plant others devour those that eat the plant so that directly or indirectly vegetation really nourishes them all i understand said jules a sheep browses the grass a wolf eats the sheep and so it is the grass that nourishes the wolf there are then plants in the sea in great abundance our prairies are not more grassy than the bottom of the sea only marine plants differ much from land ones they never have blossoms never anything that can be likened to leaves never any roots they attach themselves to rock by a stickiness at their base without being able to draw nourishment from them they feed on water and not on the soil some resemble sticky thongs folded ribbons long manes others take the form of little tufted buds soft topknots wavy plumes still others are slashed in stripes rolled in spirals or shaped like coarse slimy threads some are olive green or pale rose color others are honey yellow or bright red these odd plants are called seaweeds end of waves salt seaweeds Recording by Susan Morin, Portland, Maine.